It's almost that time of year. That's right, the college football season. Me, growing up, personally, I was a huge Cal Bears fan and also a Stanford Cardinal fan. Yeah, that's what happens when you grow up in the Bay. To celebrate the start of the football season, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and I'm here with Karam in Toronto, who's in Toronto. What's up? Hello, I'm in Toronto. <laughs> I want to talk about where you think the Warriors land right now in the NBA, in the Western Conference. We've had a little bit of time to kind of digest some of the other teams' moves and the Warriors' moves, and we've seen a little bit of Summer League. Uh, So (laughs) where would you rank the Warriors right now in the Western Conference? Hmm, and that, I mean, don't worry, I'm not going to hold. hold no, I know, I know. I know. Later on, because it's super, it's, super early. It's still August. It's still August. We're we're we got to see how things shake out. I, I, you know, Lakers and Phoenix probably have to be up there. Nuggets. I'm just trying to run down who is probably mm-hmm. ahead of them. Um, you know, Lakers, Nuggets, Phoenix, Utah brought everybody back, right? So maybe a tier down from that with the Clippers, uh, the Warriors, Mavericks. Mavericks. Who knows what the Blazers are going to do? You know, Dame put out his uh, another Chris Haynes missive, uh, I think, <laughs> this past week. So um, so I, I would say they're in the in that kind of four to six range with a with a higher higher end possibility. Maybe the Nuggets slip. Uh, a little bit. Phoenix seems pretty battle tested. They bring in most of the mostly everybody back. They got Javale, so I think it looks all right. I, I I feel like that's a good position to be in because you watch the playoffs this year, and it was wide open. I I feel like any any of those teams could have won it. Um, it was the real NBA. It really was the real NBA, and I mean, it was a great playoffs because of it. Uh, aside from all the injuries that happened. You know, and yeah. you want it to be wide open. So, yeah. where do you feel? Where do you feel like they fall? Oh man! And I won't. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll be better than the Clippers. I think they'll be better than the Mavericks again. Like, who knows what the Mavericks roster is going to look like on opening day? Um, and the Nuggets. I feel like the Nuggets will slip a little bit, especially a full season without Jamal Murray. Hmm. And I feel like I could put the Warriors in like a man. I'll be bold. I'll put the Warriors in the two to four spot. Mm, okay. Yeah. I think that 
it's always like, okay, you know, the Suns were in the finals. They had this run. They had this ride. And I'm like, yeah, yeah the, the Warriors could be worse than the Suns, but I can see a scenario where when it comes down to it, the Warriors' talent, again, it depends on clay. It depends on, yeah. like, injuries. I mean, for everybody, of course. So, But I think on paper, like, if I divorce my mind from, like, how the Warriors played last year and how they haven't made the playoffs in two seasons. We're not just dealing with like, oh, a team that's been terrible and they are like a bad team. Each of the Warriors coming back, again, with caveats on injuries and age and whatnot. But I feel like they could. I feel like they could land the two to four spot. I think an ideal scenario or mm, is my ideal scenario, that that sounds like the ideal scenario where, uh, but I think the more real or most realistic one is like they kind of slow play things in the beginning, um, especially clay. And then they kind of ramp up and then maybe they get up to that two, three seed. that that's, that's where I think, I think they'll be in that uh, lower, lower end of the bracket. Um, and obviously like we saw this year, we want to be out of the play in cause they're going to do that again. So yeah. you, you, you just need to be six, six and up basically. Yeah. If I had to be realistic, I would say, four or five. Yeah. You know, I would, I would say four or five largely because of like the, the learning curve, right. They're not going to just jump right into it. Just like the way the, the Suns will, or the veteran Lakers. Uh, Speaking of, speaking of whom, what are your thoughts on the Lakers roster? Cause last time when we talked about the Lakers, they just, it was after the draft and they, They'd made the Westbrook trade. And then they all of a sudden just added all these dudes. So what do you, what do you think of like this roster that it's funny, right? Like, because all of a sudden there's a bunch of old dudes and then all of a sudden they added some young guys. I think that's, I think the young guys is the one that got uh, a lot of uh, Warriors fans uh, a little hot and bothered is uh, signing like um, Malik Monk for cheap or uh, uh, Kendrick Nunn for, for cheap. And, you know, Hey, LA has always been, and especially the Lakers has always been that draw. Um, whether or not those work out, I mean, those those guys are rotation players for sure. Uh, I don't know that they're going to be stars. I it's going to be interesting. I mean, uh, it, I mean, it is kind of cool to see them put together this kind of video game roster of like big name stars. You know, uh, Dwight Howard, Russell Westbrook. Uh, you, we're just, they're just going to try to run through everybody. And, and they've had this kind of uh, uh, MO of being, of using physicality, right? I think that's what they're got them in, you know, the bubble championship, but in getting Westbrook, they've, uh, and, and he had some great moments last year with Washington, but you're getting a guy who, you know, there's a high variance with him. And maybe the, you know, having LeBron mitigates that variance that Westbrook, you're you're exposed less to his uh, foibles, you know, because mm-hmm. you have the experience of LeBron, um, the kind of consistency of Davis, relative consistency of Davis, if he's not injured. Um, but I think they also lost a lot of defense. Uh, Caruso, I mean, I hated playing that guy and he's yeah. super annoying. 
but that's what the the best <laughs> the best defenders do, right? Like mm-hmm. they make you hate them, and and he's gone, and it sounded like they didn't really care to have him back, and so I don't think these young dudes are known for that. Monk or none, certainly not. Um, you know, they brought Ariza back. Carmelo's not guarding anybody. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. And LeBron was not guarding anybody by the end of the season. So what they have, they formed this defensive identity around these role players like Caruso. But is that going to remain? Are, are, are those players that they picked up willing to do that work? Uh, I don't know. When we talked about the Westbrook trade, I said, um, I don't trust AD to be healthy mm-hmm. for a full season. And I still don't. And and it I should think- be noted that the bubble, they had a, a big break, right? That he could recharge, right? When LeBron as well. So, yeah, I mean, he, they, they, Davis has not been healthy. Exactly. So I think obviously, I don't think it's a stretch to say it all rides on him. You know, mm-hmm. and if he's there, because if he's not, then it's going to be tough in the playoffs. You know, it's yeah. going to be tough against like when you get into the later rounds. And just like you, man, like I am super, super curious to see this team. Like I'm excited to watch the Lakers just yeah. for sheer yeah. spectacle because I don't know. It'll work to some extent, but like, will it work enough? You know, is mm-hmm. Westbrook going to be? able to hit enough shots and then hey like they brought in guys who can hit shots so are they going to be able to hit those in the clutch yeah will westbrook give lebron enough time to rest <laughs> from game to game right whatever like they'll be able to rest more players during the season with some vets right they could skate through the season a little bit i mean it, it's going to be one of the uh, more interesting storylines and it's just kind of a funny funny like way to build a roster. I mean, when was the last time we saw something like this, right? It's like, I don't know if I ever have because I, I've made the joke that, oh, this feels like when they uh, when the Lakers signed a, a washed-up Steve Dash and Dwight Howard yeah. or yeah. when they signed up Gary Payton and Carl Malone. And Carl Malone, yeah. Which was a team that still got far, right? Um, yeah. And that's the team that lost to Detroit, right, to the Pistons? Yeah. Yep. So they made the finals. But – to get a bunch of like really, really old dudes, like a ton of them, like just all of them are, are just a bunch of old dudes. And then, you know, they, they filled out the roster with like young players who are actually pretty good, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, will it be like a world beating team? I don't know. You know, will, could it all just like crumble? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I, I hope I, so. <laughs> I, yeah, I hope so too, but it's, uh, I, I'm, I'm here for it either way. Uh, so it, it's going to be the kind of a must-see TV. So in a way, it's, it's nice that they, you know, are taking this swing because it's it's going to add a lot of intrigue to, to the season. And, and I bet you a lot of fans feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I'm excited about because, like, man, I think I said this way back when the Lakers first got LeBron. I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be the first time in my lifetime in my that I can remember that the Warriors and Lakers were both going to be legitimately good. Mm-hmm. And then the Lakers stunk and then the Warriors stunk. 
and now and then we got one play-in game <laughs> yeah we got one play-in game right <laughs> which was heated right yeah it which came was down really, to the really wire, intense, right which was a great game because both jordan Poole and andrew wiggins showed me something and yeah. i was like oh very interesting but this is a season where they're both you know fingers crossed both hopefully in the top half of the western mm-hmm. conference and that we've never seen that we've never seen and i would love to see like how these two different styles because it's like legacy versus legacy right both these mm-hmm. dudes are getting old <laughs> i mean they're they're old and, and narrative versus narrative exactly and norcal versus socal yeah and old dudes versus like i guess some old dudes and a bunch of young guys you know yeah. uh, i'm 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 very curious to see how that plays out and i do do really hope i mean if that if they end up playing each other in the playoffs that'll be amazing we better win <laughs> yeah that that's when i'll like, get really, really losing off. sucks but losing to the lakers is the worst in the past it's it sucked because i mean it just sucks but then the warriors usually were bad right yeah. <laughs> and um it's like ah, well you know but now that they're closer to even and who's to say like ultimately how they end up and the aforementioned playing game i was bummed that they lost but i was like oh well we got the 14th pick (laughs) (laughs) we get two swings we got moses moody for that as opposed to i don't know who went 17 but uh, it ended up being a trey murphy the third so we liked it yeah yeah, we liked him okay i see we'll have to see how he does in summer league but uh yeah yeah but we like moody we like moody I want to talk about, uh, I mean, I think trade talk is always going to be around this Warriors team until the trade deadline passes, right? Uh, (laughs) And, I mean, we've talked about this before, and we just talked about it like a bunch, but like Ben Simmons' name has come up again. And I personally think that is not even a consideration, but, you know, call me a homer. I, I don't even want to mess with that, especially after seeing like the potential of some of these young guys. Like when you look on paper, it's like, okay, when it was Ben Simmons and then Andrew Wiggins, James Wiseman and picks, it's like, uh, but now when I look at it, I'm like, well, before I was like, eh, not really, I don't want to do that. But now it's like Ben Simmons, Andrew Wiggins, James Wiseman, Jonathan Kuminga, Moses Moody, you're like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, there's a lot of dudes who could score way better than Ben Simmons. You know? no, they had floated. You saw that rumor where it was like, that was the package that they're asking for Simmons. And that must be about like, we need to set the market. It's like, you know, you put your house up for sale. It's like, I'm asking for this. It doesn't mean I'll get it. <laughs> you know. And they were looking for a bidding war and they didn't get it. There's no mm-hmm. way we would have done that deal. I'm glad we didn't. Now it makes you think that has the price gone down a lot? And, you know, in addition to the rumors, you're you're hearing uh, that he's trying to dictate a little bit about where he would go or where his preferences would be. Right. Um, 
you know, I don't know how that works in terms of, you know, agent and, uh, and team relationships and, and how they manage that. But, you know, so if it's not the Wiggins, Wiseman, two picks, future picks package, if it's a more of a pennies on the dollar or not even a pennies on the dollar, but a more modest package, let's say, say I'll just throw it out to you. Wiggins and pool, some future picks or pick swaps. Um, and you get Simmons and like shake Milton or something like that. Um, how would you, would you do it at that point? That's oh, probably yeah. pretty low. I don't think they'll go yeah. for that, but that, that, that's something that's uh, like, yeah, I, I don't think that would happen because like once that got out, other teams would be like, oh, we could incrementally be better than that. And <laughs> then it would force the Warriors to be like, you know, coming up, but oh, hell yes. Like any, any trade of a, for a player, uh, of Ben Simmons caliber, where it's like, you know, you get him, I guess on the chief, whatever you want to call it, then I would totally do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, if if there's a way to keep Wiseman, Kaminga, Moody, I'm good. You know, it would suck to lose Pool, and you know, I've grown fond of of what Wiggins brings. But uh, yeah, I would definitely do that trade if it was so weighted in our favor. I mean, that's true for any trade that you feel is obviously weighted in yeah. your I mean, favor. You know, this is you know? this is a, another. A, example of me doing the video game trade i think i uh, when we did the the trade pre-draft trades uh i did a video game trade for zach levine so um which clearly didn't happen um so again this is i guess this is my uh my my weekly one um i don't think it's gonna happen i think now that they've gotten kaminga and moody in it's gonna be a lot harder for them to get give them up and it just seems like there's better fits for Simmons like doesn't Portland make a lot of sense (laughs) like doesn't that just make sense we just want Ben we just want you to find a good home and uh so we can stop talking about this (laughs) like honestly I want him to I want that to be resolved because it's like okay I I don't want to hear any more Ben Simmons to the Warriors trades you know like if he's coming then do it if he's not go somewhere else (laughs) like let's figure this out there's so many of these NBA trades. It's just like, oh, it just turns and turns and turns. Like, let's just play. Let's go. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing you know, Dame in uh, Philly. I would love that. Mm-hmm. I think I've said that before. Or, or like him going to just a big market in general because people have slept on him for so long. It's kind of disappointing the Knicks didn't make a better, like more of an effort. Or, I mean, who knows if they did or not. I mean, they had all that cap space where they could have taken him in. Uh, yeah. You know, they probably wouldn't have had to send too much back. Uh, yeah. Like that would have been really exciting to see him playing for the Knicks and you have Randall. And if they didn't, if they wouldn't have had to give up Barrett, like that would have been super yeah. interesting. And, and the Knicks are just, you know, running it back with Tom's guys. So, you know. well, and they got Kemba Walker, man, who to me is yeah. like, I, yeah. I've never been a fan. I've never been a fan, especially now that he's always hurt. And he seems like, you know, a Knicks player in the sense that like, Oh, he's a big name, but he's really not that great anymore. You know? Yeah. Uh, So we'll see if that, I mean, the the Knicks will be better next season because, you know, they just have a better roster and they got rid of like some of the mediocre guys. You think Dame's going to get moved? 
I mean, they haven't done much. And he even said in, you know, I think it was a Chris Haynes article, just like, we haven't, we didn't get the guys we wanted. We haven't done what we wanted. Um, yeah. Like, doesn't that just seem like it's needs to have something needs to happen there or, or it's not, I mean, it's definitely not working. I think, I mean, this is like so hard to guess cause I don't really keep that close tabs on Dame, but like, <laughs> here's just me making stuff up. He played in the Olympics, played with like all these really great guys. A lot of them are, uh, uh, some of them are better than him. And he's like, wow, this is what it's like. And he goes back to Portland and he's like, this is not the business, you know? And at that point, maybe he starts thinking about forcing something. Maybe it's something where he rides into the season and Portland, I don't think they're going to be very good. Um, I think they will be maybe in the play-in range. Mm -hmm. So maybe by mid-season, he's forcing the issue. Again, maybe there's there could be details I'm forgetting, but like me personally, just watching Portland because the Warriors have played Portland so many times in the playoffs the last like, you know, several years during the dynasty. And I'm bored of seeing Portland, you know? So bored. <laughs> like they always do the same thing. They can't yeah. stop anybody. They get a, a few wins because of Dame's like uh, uh, just pure talent and his shooting. And then ultimately they just don't have enough and yeah. they're out. They're out early, yeah. you know? So. And, and, you know, this is not, I, I'm certainly not the first person to say that they're, they're one of those, uh, you know, relationships that needs to break up, you know? And, and mm -hmm. it's kind of like, it's like the couple that you see at a get together and it's like, uh, you know, they, they're, their dynamic is the same. They're arguing about the same shit. Yeah. You know? And, and, and they clearly need to break up, but nobody, neither of them wants to do it. Neither Dame or the team. It's like they are waiting for the other one to be the bad guy. They're waiting yeah. for the other one to to do it. And it's just like I, that, that, you know, get let's get Ben Simmons and Dame out of Portland. Let's do it in one. Let's do it. Let, let's, you know, clean slate. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, hey, if there were a way for Portland to get Ben Simmons using CJ and other assets, future assets, uh, that'd be something, but I don't think Philly would do that. And again, that becomes like a, a deal that another team probably slides in and says, Oh, Hey, but we'll give you this, which is better than CJ and a bunch of other assets real quick. Uh, Bradley Beal, you think that, uh, you think that's going to go away? I don't think he's going anywhere. I think, I feel like these moves were made to show him, oh, we have, you know, we, we're bringing in some NBA veterans. Let's let's go for the sixth seed, <laughs> you know? Like, uh, I, you know, I, he seems to want to be there, and, and that might be genuine, and, and that's cool. I don't think he's going to get traded. I, I, I almost feel like from from the time where he and John Wall were crowing about that they were the best uh the backcourt. best backcourt better than the Splash Brothers he seems to have a slightly irrational sense of where he is in the kind of like pecking order and maybe that extends out to the team it's like oh no we can really do this uh so i i feel like i'm almost won't be i won't be surprised if he signs an extension with them 
Yeah, because uh, he gets more money you know? that way. And plus, yeah. like, and plus, as long to me as they're hovering somewhere from five to eight, uh, I think he'll ride it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, like, totally. why would he want to jump to another team um, just for like a, I mean, jumping to the Warriors, obviously, he'd have a better shot at a title and going deep into the playoffs. But he doesn't seem. He, he seems like he really wants to be the guy. And we talked yeah. about this before, like how finally he is by far the biggest name on his team. He is like the best player. I mean, he was best player last year, but like Westbrook was like the bigger name, you know? Yeah. And uh, uh, bringing Dinwiddie. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great ad. They got Dinwiddie. They got those guys from the Lakers. So, you know, I think it's a solid six seed. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, all i need uh, let, that's all i want you gotta get out of the play-in tournament right yeah. you know you gotta have goals right uh but i was gonna say that also like sticking around and trying to you know uh Giannis has made that fashionable right and and to some degree uh booker as well right like we're gonna make it here uh we're gonna we're gonna make it work here and um instead of you know necessarily the 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 team hopping. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. But I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he sticks around any teams that you feel like, Oh, you see what they did that were either like, Ooh, or, uh, or a team that you'd be like, Oh, I really like what they did. They're on their, on their way up. This team was already up there. I love the Nets getting Patty Mills. Yeah. I mean, I hate it for us, <laughs> but I think that's exactly what they were missing, especially if one of their guards, if Harden or Irving goes down, uh, he's easy plug and play. And if they don't go down, bringing him off the bench. Yeah. Are you kidding solid. me? You know, yeah. like yeah. he's, he's tough, you know, he's little, but he's tough and he's a vet. I, I, I love that pickup for them. My, my kind of like head scratching team was new Orleans. You know, they made that trade. They, uh, they got rid of uh, Bledsoe and, uh, and Adams, so they had some salary flexibility. And they picked up Valanchunas, who is, I mean, he's super solid. Uh, but it's they've got a weird roster, you know? I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> For a team, too, that is, like, on the hot seat, it's kind of a weird, kind of a weird offseason. Yeah, they're going to lose Zion. Unless something changes, their moves have been just really, really strange. Yeah. And did they really think they were going to get Kyle Lowry? You know, did they really think that was going to happen if Miami wanted him with like mm-hmm. Pat Riley, Spolstra, Jimmy Butler, Bam? Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't going to happen. Was it? He wanted. Do no. you think he'd come to play like with a bunch of uh, unproven? early 20 year olds promising, right? Like Zion's great. Um, Ingram has shown flashes, but uh, yeah, that's, that's going to sense. be iffy. I mean, outside of that, in terms of free agency, like Kent Bazemore bailing on Steph and the Warriors. I'm like, I like Bazemore, but like he frustrated me to no ends last season. Mm-hmm. He would always seemingly foul <laughs> with like three seconds <laughs> left on little, the shot clock. A lot of fouls. Yeah. He, he never passed on a break when he had like any kind of lane, you know, like, like he, he would never kick it out. Even if 
it was a clogged lane. <laughs> you would just always drive and it was frustrating. And he, you know, he would make a share of boneheaded plays. So like now that we have Iguodala and Otto Porter Jr., I feel like that is kind of, you know, a, a, a moot point. Losing Ubre, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, you know, whatever. We knew yeah. that was going to happen for a while. Yeah. And uh, it's crazy that he, he uh, just nobody wanted him. The market spoke. And he had wanted, what, 18, 20, like some time during the middle of the season. And did you see over last weekend that his agent put out info about the other teams that wanted him, that had contacted no, him about Kelly Oubre? And I'm like, oh, wow, this is really, really obvious, you know? Like <laughs> trying to show that like other people, like the Lakers, the Cavs, they were interested in him. There's like a list of five or six teams. That's really just kind of a painful thing to have to do where you're like, oh, you know, other girls wanted to go to the prom with me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't have to go with my sister. <laughs> but I wanted to. <laughs> I think Charlotte overall, I mean, I guess getting Ubre for 12 mil a year for two years is is decent. And yeah. Charlotte after their draft, I think they'll 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 be pretty fun to watch. I wonder how Ubre yeah. will feel being behind like PJ Washington or Hayward, Bridges, and potentially down the road book night. <laughs> you know? A lot of us fans were like, Oh, what are we gonna get for Ubre? Can we get something for Ubre? And it's like, well, this kind of shows. Uh, what was out there. There wasn't much interest in him. You know, he had a chance to show what he could do with us this last year. And, uh, you know, the counting stats were were fine, but just the way it looked on the floor was just like, "Eh, it's not, it's not, it's not happening. Right. And Mm -hmm. the warrior system is not easy, but it's also like, but it's also, you know, you saw people like JTA come in and affect the game in real ways that Ubre was not able to do. So, you know, it makes you question, well, certainly, obviously, he wasn't the right fit for us. Um, but fit is a big thing. And maybe if he's just running the wing and dunking it, uh, going up from some alley-oops and stuff, like, they're, they're going to be fun for that. And uh, so, wish wish him luck. Yeah, wish him luck. <laughs> Yeah, man, I just can't wait for this Ben Simmons thing to be over, like you were saying, because (laughs) the other thing is like, what, doesn't he have like four years left on his deal or something? Yeah. And, but the thing is like, you know, playing hardball with Clutch, right? Like Clutch is so powerful at this point. And what can they really, like, who's going to win this, this battle? I do want it to end so that the Warriors trade chatter can end. But just like I'm very curious about the Lakers, if they have to go in the season, I, I can't imagine they go imagine they go into the season with Ben Simmons. But if no they way. do, that would be that would be that would be a must must see TV, man. That would be like <laughs> you know, like top three league pass for me. Forget yeah. all the exciting teams. It would just be like Warriors, Lakers, and Sixers, because I would just want to see what kind of dumpster fire um that would be. He'd be like, You don't think I can shoot? The guy's not going to shoot ever. <laughs> you know, he's going to pull a Gilbert Arenas and just like not shoot at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or he'd be like, You want me to shoot? And he would shoot like 12 three pointers a game. <laughs> That's what I want. 
Do you have any other League Pass teams? I mean, I, I think Charlotte was kind of like, they already were. And uh, I mean, it's always a little bit hard as a Warriors fan because you're just like, come on, Weissman, let's go. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, I now that the the um, the Wolves, our dealings with them is done, um, I, I, I'm kind of interested to see what uh, how they how they turn out. And also the Rockets, like they're not going to be good, but they're going to be interesting. Uh, you got they got uh, Jalen Green and, uh, and a Sangoon. couple of they, they got Sangoon and my guy Garuba. I love Garuba. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I want to see that. Yeah, I watched their part of their first summer league game and Jalen Green, I think he went for like 23. He looks good again against like um, summer league competition. Garuba looks good. Uh, he looked confident. Looks like he knows how to play. I'm curious to see pick and roll action between those two guys because mm-hmm. the guy's a big body, even though he's not super tall. He's like six nine, I think, and he just knows how to play, right? So you can mm-hmm. you throw the ball to him and he'll do something with it. Yeah. And um, you know, I think that'll be a fun team. Exact, uh, definitely. I as much as I dislike the Rockets franchise from past years. Yeah, I am a Jalen Green fan just because I think he's a, a a good talent. Seems like a good kid, and of course he's part Filipino, so the yeah. greatest Filipino basketball player ever. <laughs> you know, sorry Jordan Clarkson. Gonna, but, yeah, he's know. gonna snatch that title from uh, Jordan Clarkson. But, yeah, uh, give it. They, give they it will a, rise a together. Months. They will rise together. That is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. You can hit up Aram on Twitter at Aram Collier, A-R-A-M-C-O-L-L-I-E-R. You tell him how much you love his takes. <laughs> Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. And if you're so inclined, leave us a five-star rating and say dope stuff about the show on Apple Podcasts. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is part of the Basketball Podcast Network. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs.